One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Check, 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 check. Hi. Hello. Two hundred twenty one of what, Jay? I'd say so. We can start off from the top with the strongest game that we both played yesterday, which the day before yesterday, day before yesterday, which was Splatoon 3's Splatfest. It was a little bit of a learning curve to get started. But I had a lot of fun, and I had the most fun when playing the three-way Splatfest game where it was just you and I against two other teams. That was the most fun, for sure. I think maybe like one or two more, and then that's it. I hopped off. Am I any good? But then how do you win if you don't know? See, I... Yeah, I guess I can't tell if, like, you were making plays. I'll tell you, there was a couple times on that hill where I got, like, three or four kills in a row. It was magnificent. It was glorious. Mm Right, right. And I'm not playing any shooters right now. So Splatoon 3 is pretty enticing. I just don't know.
there doesn't feel to be a huge reward for getting better in the game, except for better gear and I guess stylish gear. It sounds interesting. I'll give you that. It does sound interesting. And the gameplay loop itself is a lot of fun. Painting and uh, me not having to aim at somebody is a good time. Although I'd probably get into guns.
Right. Nope, not at all. Whatever happened... Whatever happened to Mario Strikers? The soccer game. Do you remember Mario Tennis? Yeah. It just feels like all those Mario games which usually hit aren't hitting. Yeah, it's true. What a shame. What a shame. Because I thought this was going to be the time. I'm still kind of interested in Mario Strikers. Like, I haven't played a soccer game in a minute. I think it'd be a good time. But, alright. So, Splatoon 3. Looking forward to it. I think it's a fun time. Team Rock ended up winning the Splatfest, believe it or not. Yep, Team Rock got it up. I want something. I want something. I mean, I get that they gave me the game for free, so whatevs. Yeah, so I, I should be grateful for that in general already. I just, I don't know. I want something more, too. I want it to roll over so bad. I think that would make up for a lot funner experience.
They're so rigid, and whenever it comes face-to-face with online stuff or, yeah, anything online or events like that is, I think, where Nintendo shows their rigidity and how, like, antiquated their systems are and the way they think about online systems. No. Right. Me too. Yeah, possibly watch a tutorial. Definitely. Definitely. Um, So we'll see how it does. I mean, I think right now is a great time for Splatoon 2 to come out anyway. Anyway, because uh, what's in its way? There's nothing there that's going to stop it. There's no AAA releases. I think Last of Us is coming out soonish, but... I mean, it's a different kind of game.
Yeah, I haven't seen anything really for it or that much hype there. I was hoping. Right. But I do see some kind of like drum up. It does seem like people are getting excited. I think there's a little bit of a swell. But even on Twitter, usually Twitter gets taken over by whatever video game is at the moment, right? Uh, it doesn't feel like that's what's happening right now with Splatoon, even with the Splatfest. Right, 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 right. And it was just kind of funny. So they did, in Splatoon 2, they did do this thing where uh, Avatar's coming back. A bunch of the messages just said cheater because you cheated on Splatoon 2 and Splatoon 3 for the weekend. But I thought that was funny. Um, transitioning in now, still playing Cyber Sleuth on Chapter 13, getting through it. Uh, I'm now to the point where Digimon have come into the real world and, uh, I upgraded one of my characters a lot, which I'm really happy about. I think you should look it up because the name is Sistermon C Awakened. Just so you can see, or Sistermon C Awake. So you can see what this, uh, Digimon looks like that I have in my party. Because I'll tell you what it started out as was um, a Gatomon, which was like a cat Digimon. What? Oh, I can't hear you at all. I can't hear Jay at all. That's so weird. Did I mute myself? No, I'm. I don't know what Jay's saying. He's still talking, though. What the hell? Did I do something? Did I mute myself? No, my volume's up. Caps lock is on, but everything else is good. There we go. There we go. What changed? Okay. I wonder what the fuck happened. Okay, well, did you see Sistermon? See awake? A nun. 
Yes. So I endured very hard to get her, and she is hilarious because she is a Digimon that looks like a woman with big breasts and that has two pistols. And her um, version before is a little bit more uh, less revealing, and she's not an adult. So I thought she would grow up into like a Digimon, maybe like a bear, or I didn't know what. I didn't know what. So the fact that I just have like this skirted woman is hilarious. But I also have Metal Greymon. I have Shine Greymon. I have a bunch of Fire Digimon. I'm still having a blast with the game. I'm getting all the Digimon I ever wanted. So I'm happy. I like it. I like that you can go backwards because you can choose different paths for them. And then sometimes you can go back to a different form. But since you're going back, let's say the first time you're in that form, your max level is only level 25. But the second time you're in that form, it's 50. And then the third time you're in that form, it's 75. So eventually, if you just like the champion state, you can have it at level 99. And it's almost as strong as an ultimate form. So they give you the option there. And then there's this kind of Digimon thing where there's an ability score that can only be done from Digivolving and D-Digivolving. And there's a friendship score. So you have to have Digimon that have kind of gone through it and Digivolved and D-Digivolved so that you can have an ability score to unlock even more stronger Digimon and combos like fusions and everything. It's very satisfying to do. Oh, they map it. They map it for you. So you can see like you have a choice and you get to choose. And then if you've had that Digimon before, you can kind of uh, preview it and see their stats. You're missing out. It's a good time. And you get three Digimon at once. Plus three farms of 10 Digimon each. So right now I'm raising 36 Digimon at once. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm.
Yeah. I get it. I get it. There's a high barrier to entry. I think nostalgia definitely plays a factor in it. So, nope. Yep, I get that. I get that. So, what else have you been playing, Jay? You just fall asleep every time. Where what parking lot? Where? You fallen asleep the whole night in your car? So you stay up till like three. So you'll be in your car for like five hours. Sleeping in your car doesn't feel very good. Do you just sleep through it? No. Really? So, yeah, I had no idea how bad it's been. And you've just been trying to, like, kind of chill and not say anything and just relax and go with it. Still? It's a... It's a we're moving into autumn here in a little bit. <laughs> oh my God. Global warming is in full effect over there, isn't it? 
So where 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 whereabouts whereabouts? Yeah, it's like a mock battle. Oh, the real one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. So I think that is the first time that, yeah, that Dimitri makes his mark because I actually took out, I take out Claude on his own turf, like at some docks, and I just totally just obliterated him. I let him go, though, but still. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And they're like, he seems just, yeah, and they, and they don't describe, they don't go into great detail. So like he's emo, you know, he just fucking doesn't, didn't like the way things went. And you're like, okay, that's weird. Right, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you're like, okay, all right. I did not know that. What are the two different paths? 
I did get that option. Right, yeah. And then what becomes your house then? I don't know. Because that seems weird, right? You know that's not canon. I guess so, but it, I, I just feel like if you're going to go for it, then, you know, like you got to at least, I don't know, like go for it. Like, like check it. Like I wouldn't want to do, um, and then side against them. Yeah. And then all the kids that you raised, you're just like, eh, I'm good. Fuck you guys. I'm going to go with these other kids and Flane and Seth. Makes no kinds of sense to me. Mm-hmm. 
No, it's true. It's true. So it's going to be definitely getting right into it. And And you're buying that, right? Like day one. That good, huh? It's really good video game music. I'll say that. I'll definitely say that. Like it doesn't it 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 doesn't look like it's a game. It looks more rather like you're looking at like a live thing, like a Sega TV disc or something. Yeah.
that's my exact fear with any point and click adventure game is I'm not going to understand what's what and then not be able to solve the puzzles. I don't think you're going to have that issue since you played the other games because they can't change up the logic all that much on you guys as fans, you know? Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Maybe like Sid from Final Fantasy. That's how this series will be from now on. But uh, besides that, Played more Tony Hawk since the last time we talked about it. And I'm getting better. Getting better. Um, I got into the game and am able to manual and do tricks, do specials. It's been a fun time. That game's uh, still in my head and such a fun, vibey game that I'm getting to play and enjoy. I'm probably going to do that afterwards, actually, is play Tony Hawk after this. Looking forward to that. I've only done... Three levels, I think. The school, the mall. I'm at the mall now. Which is like this downhill course. Right. And then you have to teleport up. Oh, really? It's a classic. There's so much going on in it, too. Right? Wall ride's awkward. Mm -hmm. I'm excited because I only remember school and the warehouse. So to be seeing other ones is going to be fun. I forgot about warehouse too. Do you remember this other, I think it's in Tony Hawk thug. There's this map that you can skate on and there's a secret part where you can unlock and there's aliens inside. Or maybe that's the last level of Tony Hawk 1. I'm not sure. Right. And what's kind of weird about the games, too, in my mind 
is uh do you remember that kiss level or it was just like kiss song playing all the time like i want to party all night all all night long and party every day huh like it was on repeat i think that was thug it was something like that and i was like what the fuck is this kiss Really? Mm hmm. Hey, <laughs> like, whatever. That's so sad. You're just like, well, the lights are off. When will they learn from their folly? When will they learn? No, not at all. It's more about enjoying the precision and the sound and the way it looks to do one kickflip. Much more realistic. <laughs> like that's all I care about. But I, I thought skate was cool. It, that one was also a very moody game, but was much more about the free play than actually playing it. Whereas Tony Hawk felt more like a game than a sim where I wanted to do the challenges and have fun that way as well. And cyber sleuth. Yeah, over Fire Emblem for right now. And I don't think I've gotten too stray thus far. So I'm still um, 
still got to finish up Stray there. But that's about it. That's about it so far. Um, I can talk about anime because uh, anime, I am now at One Piece where he had, he's facing Kaido and a pivotal thing just happened that changes things. Yeah, they've been saying it up for a long time. He's just, yeah, he just needs, um, Kaido's just like a brute strength kind of guy. Like he seems like the type where he's in he's in charge of the animal pirates. So there's definitely a theme there. And you would think that I'm all in for animals and dinosaurs and stuff like that. <laughs> but uh, I like his pirates and everything. But Kaido doesn't talk much. He doesn't have much of a personality. He respects strength, and that's it. That's, that's what you're going to get from him. No. Not that I remember, no. I don't remember him trying to kill himself in that way. I know that he, like, would do certain things like that to maybe to pursue an end or something like that. Oh, also, I saw Big Mama fight, like, actually fight, fight. Like no holds bar, go at it and get stronger in a fight. And that was wild. No, she's pissed at Luffy. <laughs> so she like where she gets the chance to show up, she will show up. Yeah, when is when is the estimated um, due date for your stuff?
Man, a month and a half to two months, you say. Well, well, I mean, it'll go by fast once you're all done with it, I'm sure. And then you're going to really just appreciate what you got. That's so much. But you'll have like a practically new apartment when you go in. Do you think it will leak again? But don't they have to fix the leak in order to proceed forward? But they have to fix that leak or else you'll just keep getting damaged. The insurance will never sell for that. Does that make you hate them a little bit? Have, 
Really? Have you, so you tried talking to them and it's just a no-go? So they don't have to do anything if they say no. That's I would hate them. That sure is wild. I'm sorry that's occurring. That's right. You have a commute now of like 40 minutes or something. An hour and 20 is the worst. Oh boy. Now I can, I can level with you. I used to drive from Corona to Pasadena and on rainy days that became two and a half hours and I would just come home defeated after two and a half hour drive after working like eight hours. Good thing you should probably you're probably able to listen to tons of podcasts. They don't have a living room? They, oh, someone uses it as a bedroom? You should honestly, I mean, I guess it's it's money, but I was like, if Treasure Island gives you those hotel rooms.
No, I can't tell, but um, I can tell you're stressed. You need to... Two others nowhere... Because I'm trying to think of somewhere that you could go. But what would do it? Like maybe a gaming cafe? Yeah. Just your Nintendo Switch, and I mean, at this point, maybe, ah, oh, shit, maybe some Alien Labs, or I don't know what else for you to do. Just endure. Hello. I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Um, I'm going, I'm getting through it. Monday just felt really Monday to me. Like I showed up at work and I was there, but I didn't like, I didn't push the needle or anything. If you know what I mean? I was just, it was a Monday. How was your brunch? How was the brunch? No, no, that, that one shift that you had to do where, uh, the lady called out. Yeah, you had like you were serving so many people and so, that other person called out. So it was just going to be you serving drinks all night. Dinner service. How was that? At least you're making the money, the tips, the tips.
Well, already, I want there to be, like, some kind of antagonist, right? So, what kind of piece of, you know, we're going to have pens, paper clips, staplers. I think we can slowly include more and more inanimate objects as we go. So, at first, maybe as you're, you start off in a normal office and then your pen starts talking to you, right? And then as you slowly go in day by day... Maybe mission by mission, you get introduced to more characters as your items start to become personified. And then as the game goes on, maybe as you start doing missions and you start getting promotions, what if the antagonist is somebody else who also has a pen who's talking shit going, you see that? You see that fuck face over there? Fuck him. Fuck that pen. And then, like, as you guys are passing by, the two pens, nobody else can hear it, but you two are just, like, talking shit to each other. Yeah, fuck you. You go that way. No, you go that way. Yeah, fuck you. And then, like, you just go back to your cubicles. And you're, um... They're fighting each other. And this could be some fun where, uh, things happen where maybe your stapler is one of your friends and it ends up in jello, And then that's, like, a hit. Where they're like, I can't, oh my god, look at what they did to Stapler. <laughs> it's just like stuck in jello. I think. Like a little bit of like a mob mentality thing where it's like uh, Rick Sanchez or like uh, Rick and Morty meets like the mob. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Right. And it's just, it's not, we want to make it where the mystery of this world and the mystery of what the pens and what everything's trying to do is going to be at the forefront of the game, but also the most delayed, right? Because once you find out exactly what the world is about, what the enemy is trying to do, it's not going to be as fun. So I think we have to push that out far But I think that the creative decision should be, even if you are being used, that your pen that the guy you've had since the beginning didn't know. You know how you said that you're creating an AI which is evil? You would still want all your office supplies to be uh, loyal to you. Maybe you can make up the excuse that you know, when you quit, no, <laughs> maybe not. I don't know. Cause I, you, you would, I was going to say when you quit your, you know, you take your supplies with you, but not really. You don't take like your pencils and pens and shit. You take like your frames and custom shit that you, that you bring in like, right. All right, we're also going to have them moving around the office too, right? Like... I can see that.
Gotcha. Okay. So how are we going to make these mechanics fun besides just the talking? Do we want maybe we're looking for haptic feedback with like the clicking of pens and the stapling where we're going to be using triggers to be using these and there's going to be different clicks and effects that you feel. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. At this point, yeah, Jay has come has become the green screen. Uh <laughs> no problem, no problem. All right, so I see it. It's it's there's just gonna be some fun stuff, I think, where we're gonna have to create scenes that are hilarious. Where it'll be like day 30. And at day 30, everything's just screaming at you, calling names. Where there's going to be like eight different voices calling at you, saying to him like, Hey, hey, stupid motherfucker. No, no, hey, stupid. Over here. So everyone's going to be screaming at you from the calendar to the pen to the piece of paper. to <laughs> And people agreeing. No, I, I do get that. I do get that. So 
where where do you see it ending? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like you're going to find something nice about each of these things, but not that. Or what if, what if we can also just, uh, also make it where there's certain office supplies that are looking out for you, you know? So you have that too, where maybe there's one that falls into your office that never was supposed to be there, like a spy. So you have like a double agent working. Yeah.
Mm-hmm. So you're going to have time management as well into the game where, where I think, I think you could do that where there's going to be a calendar and then the calendar will get to the day. And then on top of the day, then you'll have like an alarm clock where it'll tell you the time. And that way you also have things that'll help you out in a certain way. Mm Do we want the how much do we want the game to stress like the players out? Because you can make everything talk like with increasing tension or you know right? Yeah. Do you want there to be power-ups too? Because you can do sips of coffee, sips of coffee or like chewing gum, which can increase focus and slow down timers, you know, and slow down time. So, mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or where you can take two, or where you can take two actions, so to say. So we can have like different upgrades as well, as part of the thing, and layer it in. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. There you go. What did you think it was going to look like? Like, what are all these items going to have? Unique faces? Or do you want them all to have, like, googly eyes? It makes the most sense. Right, because I could see it where maybe you just put googly eyes on your stuff for fun. And then eventually they start talking one day. Yeah. This game, I can think of like endless amounts of gags. Which can help you as well. So like if you get employee of the month, that'll be like a. Do we want it to be a beneficial item, a talking item, or what are you thinking? So like employee of the month and other items that like get placed into your office. We can make them where they can be like moles, where they're there to like try to listen on you or. Oh my God. So like you, you get a, f a framed thing, your stapler on your desk. Yeah, so we're making a very dystopian type of reality here. Yeah.
Okay. Yeah, definitely. And you could do that as well. Read it. Maybe you have your pen in your pocket, like usually where you're going anywhere. So there's always going to be commentary on the greater story that's happening. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, because with VR, you can lower it because the immersion's already there, you know? Whereas normally you use realistic graphics to try to pull a player in. You just sitting in an office, if they make it realistic enough with a certain kind of Furniture, water coolers, everything like that. It'll look good. And you can kind of, and this game's going to have different allegories for your descent into madness. As like you, maybe you're, when you first start, nothing's talking to you and your office looks normal, but albeit a little boring and undecorated. And by the end, maybe it is decorated, but all the items are talking to you and just driving you mad. And you're just insane in your office as the AI takes over and as the human race falls. Yeah. Yeah, completely down with that. Definitely. I think it should be like a corporate station played over the loudspeakers. What if we take from like Persona's handbook and it's actually music but it's um, the corporate jingle that like, and uh, the more items you have, the more join into seeing it. Yeah. Nunes. Exactly. And you're like, how does everybody know this fucking song? Yeah, I don't remember myself. I think that's fortunate. That's, yeah.
Right. There you go. Twenty dollars. Could be thirty. So thirty five. Yes. Oh, okay, let's go. Nine to five is perfect in eight seconds. Nine to five is a game where you play in VR as you clock in every day at work. Only something new has happened. Your pen is talking to you, giving you orders, teaching you how to work. Then it's your stapler. Then the next day, your keyboard, then your eraser, until you have an office full of items teaching you how to work and work better. Is this a descent into madness or a promotion? In 9 to 5. Yeah, I love this. I love this, especially because of just the office nature of everything. And uh, how I feel about offices. I've worked at office jobs a lot through my life. This would hit home for me. How about you, Jay? Would you want to play this? That I do not know. That I do not know. If not, we did it on accident. And it's a great idea. May for sure did. Um, Valve is another one. They do VR well. And then do you think Sony would have the balls? Like, I mean, to make a game so bashing office culture. Yeah, they they wouldn't exactly go out on a limb for this. Mhm. Mm Well, there you go. It's their next chance. We round them up. We're like, hey, we believe. 
and then AG. No, you can't see anything. No. <laughs> so it's just a glowing screen uh, as we track Jay's descent into madness. He's gone. I can see a flickering spot where your arm maybe is. <laughs> 